When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It's a bit sloppy there for the Titans. Fast play the ball. Warren's got a big roll on onto the right here. Here's Welsh. Great pass to Arthurs. First try, Jesse Arthurs. On that part of the field. Whoops, wobbly pass. Oh, watch what he's a Lesnar. Magic hands. Still the last play here. There's Marju. Offload away, Turner, great hands. Now might be space on the left here. Fermor, Fermor, it's a two-on-one, they've scored again. Brilliant play from the Gold Coast Times and Paul Turner, the ex-warrior. So, the scores are locked up with 30 seconds left. Oh, they're going to go now. They're going now. It's back to Tanner Boyd. Tanner Boyd for the win. Tanner Boyd He's got it. wins the game for the Titans. Yeah, the Titans getting up over the Warriors after being 16 points down and I think they scored three tries in the last 10 minutes to take that to Golden Point and then won it in Golden Point. Uh, not the way the Warriors wanted the season to end. Uh, joining us now, the voice of rugby league, the eel whisperer, Andrew Voss. Uh, Vossi, uh, what, what did you make of that schmozzle? Oh, Ricardo. Yeah, look, I, I, I go back to when I was calling on uh, Sky Sports there with um, Daryl Halligan. We used to say Warriors games. We used to joke about it, but it was serious. Warriors games don't begin to the last 10 minutes. You know, they could be, they could be 18 down or 18 up. Um, anything could still happen. And you say last 10. It was actually the last six. If you, it's, it's, it's a 14-point lead with six to go. And it, <laughs> uh, then it goes and they lose Golden Point as well. I mean, it's really disappointing given the crowd there and all of that. It would have just left a, a nice taste in the mouth and said it's a bitter taste in the mouth to end the year having that result. Um, I guess there's some supporters that might feel fortunate. I must say I'm a, li- a little amused by the shots after the game. David Vito, Tino, they were down at their undies coming off the field. They gave away everything they had on themselves. Everything went. I don't know whether they even gave away their GPS things off their back. <laughs> But they were giving it away to the fans walking around the ground and they go off in what we would call in Australia their Reg Grundies. Yeah, um, they, so that was quite a moment. Yeah, that was a moment, mate. That was a moment. Uh, we saw, uh, you know, some some different reactions at the end of the game. I mean, Chanel Harris-Tavita in, in tears. I, I think probably tears of relief that he doesn't have to come mm. back to that Mr. Mor- uh, next next season. Um, uh, Reese Walsh as well. He was desperate to get back on. I'm not quite sure who's in charge of his haircuts, though. Vossi was a bit dumb and dumber, wasn't it? Well, I don't want to go areas on haircuts. You know, my, my days of fashion are well behind me if they were ever ever existed. Um, but um, what I will say about the Warriors and the Titans, look, I don't know. I know the Titans feel a little bit better because they got the win. Both have to be honest here right now and real honest about what they achieved this year because it wasn't much. 
Um, you know, the Titans can look at a few performances lately where they've you know got a couple of wins and big scores. Seriously, they've played. You know, they played in the finals last year, and they were a contender for the wooden spoon this year, and, and finish on fourteen points. So, if you're only winning six games in the season out of your what your your twenty four, you know, you're winning twenty five percent of your games. You have not had a you've not had a good year, and that's said about Titans, Knights, Warriors. Tigers have had an awful season. Bulldogs improved a little on last year, but obviously, I, I, you know, you've got to be disappointed. You've got to be honest. Seagulls, Dragons, Broncos. I reckon there's a distraught bottom eight this year. You, you, where, where's the positive news? Sometimes you get, you know, a team can finish 10th and you say, oh, that, you know, that's good. You know, that was, I'm telling you, the bottom eight sides this year, uh, yeah, the Broncos had it going and just lost it. Manly absolutely crashed and burned at the end of the season. The Dragons, their fans feel very underwhelmed. It's a it's a poor bottom eight this year, Ricardo. A really poor bottom eight. Yeah, and as you said, probably the only team that could take any solace out of the bottom eight this year is the is the Dogs, given they know what yeah. they've got coming next year and 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 the changes afoot. What did uh, uh, what did you make of? the NRL draw for next season coming out and the Warriors only having nine games at, at, at Mount Smart. There was a, certainly Sean Johnson wasn't happy, Tohu Harris wasn't, well, I don't think anybody, mm. any Kiwi League fan was happy. Uh, the NRL made a lot of noise about the sacrifice the Warriors have made and wanting to make it up for them and then turn around and did sod all by the looks of things. Yeah, well if that if that's right about the magic round that the Warriors, that counts as a a home game, then that's, that would be totally wrong. Um, but again, I, I go back to the bigger issue, um, you know, I don't think you can just walk away from the sacrifice of the last two years. I don't think we just carry on next year and say things are now back to normal. No, there needs to be compensation from a a thankful rugby league public because, again, if you read the room, I'm telling you, Ricardo, sitting here in Australia today with rugby league fans, they remain very gracious and very thankful for what the Warriors did and there would be no complaints from... Oh, there, look, there may be some from the ma- minority, but the majority of fans would say, ah, idea of every game the Warriors play next year is in New Zealand, so all their away games are somewhere across New Zealand. I reckon the majority of fans would say, that's fair, Cop. That's that's fair enough. So, you know, I, I think we've missed the opportunity to... Uh, to put a real shot in the arm for the game to not only repay Warriors fans, but it's repaying rugby league fans across New Zealand. And it's also helping the game of rugby league after two years without elite competition um, being played in New Zealand. Uh, a missed opportunity not to do that. Now, we know that the Warriors are going to have a new coaching staff next season. Uh, we know the Tigers will. We know the Dogs will. Yeah. Uh, but there are a couple of teams that you mentioned there whose coaches might be a bit nervous in the off-season. Um, Anthony Griffin, Kev Walters, maybe. I don't know, maybe even potentially Des Hasler. Um, wow. what, are you, what are you hearing? Anything? Well, given their their uh, finishes, I had Matty Johns on my breakfast program here in Sydney today, and you know he said, you know, wh- what happened to the Broncos? It's not just the now, the effect it has on their entire off season into the start of next season. They're just under pressure now. There's no relaxing off season. They're under pressure from the first day of off season training. You know, if they start, all these teams that have faltered at the end of the season this year, you know, if Manly keep Des Hasler and start next year one and five. You know, Broncos stand by Kevin Walton and they're one and five. Yeah, you know, one win, four losses to start next year. Same with Titans. Titans start next year poorly. The pressure is just, it'll just be beyond the roof. It, it, you know, the, as I said, the bottom eight this year, boy, oh boy, uh, there's some 
<laughs> there's some soul searching and honesty sessions and look at your playing rosters and and ask blokes, really challenge them. Do you think you went as well as you could? Do you care enough? I mean, again, I'm, I'm seeing players... So Cameron Smith made this observation, the GOAT made this observation of Brisbane. You tell me if this is right or wrong. So Brisbane get towed up by 50 you know, consecutive weeks and then after full time they're around the ground doing selfies. Now, are you obliged to do that to the fans or would it be more accepted if that player walks off embarrassed and goes to the dressing rooms than smiling for selfies around the ground? Cameron said when they lost it was like a morgue, you know, like mm-hmm. you... You couldn't, you couldn't muster a smile. No, you can't do anything. Do these players care enough? I think the fans are entitled to ask, do they actually care enough? Have they tried as hard as they could? Because I've watched Manly the last five, six weeks, and there's no way they've tried. They've tried, but they haven't tried hard enough. No way have they done it. And the Tigers yesterday was like watching first grade play under 12s. You, you score, you then get the ball from the kickoff, you score again. You get the ball from the kickoff, you score again. I mean, that's kids' footy. <laughs> but these blokes are on salary caps of, you know, combined eight, nine, ten million dollars. Then where's the output? Where's the return? I just didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, that has called a few people to, to question too whether or not there is the depth of talent and rugby well, league to continue to expand the NRL. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out early doors next year with uh, mm. the Dolphins in the competition. So, you know, we have another squad of 30 in the elite competition, and <laughs> we did joke today. Actually, that was one thing Cameron said. He said, well, Tigers fans, at least the positive is the only way is up. And someone got on the open line and corrected him. said, no, actually, they could go down. <laughs> you could finish 17th <laughs> next year rather than 16th with the Dolphins in the competition. Yes, depth is a problem, but I, I just saw this year maybe... It just seemed to me more than other years, teams absolutely dropped their bundle. I just, you know, we talk about, we used to say consistency was the most sought-after commodity, but I think now resilience is the most sought-after commodity in rugby league with your teams. I mean, you just got to find a way to be resilient. And and I saw it again with Newcastle yesterday, Ricardo. You know, half-time, 12 all, you know, having a crack. Then they make an error from the kickoff. And within six minutes, 12-all has become 24-12 down, and they're gone. You know what I mean? And I see it too much of these these clubs that have missed the finals. Resilience is not a factor with them. No, you're right there, mate. It isn't. Uh, a lot of them have, however you want to put it, been on the beach, put the queue in the rack uh, the last yeah. few rounds. Actually, something that I thought the AFL did, uh, Vossian, I think, you know, that they tend to think out of the box a bit more than the people running the NRL. Um, what they did, you know, we had that situation when the Panthers rested 14 or whatever it was for the last game of the season. Well, the AFL, they have, they have a break for a week, obviously, um, and everybody has a week off, so you don't run into that problem. But they use that week to launch the AFLW and... And then all eyes are on the women's game because there is no other footy. Um, Mm. Is that something that you'd like to see the NRL look at? Well, no, I'm not really for... See, see, my view on Penrith, they, they, I sort of tend to more... Lead, even though I'm not comfortable with it, you know, like I feel as if, you know, as a fan, you want to see your best team. If you're an away fan, you want to see the best team come and play. But I think Penrith earned the right to do whatever they like, you know, really, because they'd wrapped up the minor premiership. So it's just the way the cookies... Would they have done it at a home game? That's probably the hypothetical we won't know the answer to. Would they have done what they did if they were playing at home in front of their home fans? I say they wouldn't. They would have played some of the players, but it was just a logistic thing. It's in Townsville and all of that. So do you want them preparing and going through the game day experience? Well, no. But I, I don't like the artificially 
you know, part of the season is attrition, I believe, you know, and you, and so be it if you get to the back end of the season and you've got the players with, you know, a dozen niggles and all of that. No, I don't give them the week off. Attrition is part of the quality of the eventual premier. Um, so I'm not a fan of that. If you, if you get a week off, you earn it. You know, you win this week. Penrith win this week now. They get a week off week two of the finals. Or Cronulla or the Cowboys win this week. Or Parramatta. They earn the week off rather than every team just being given, you know, across the board blanket blankets uh, week off. Yeah, all right. No, fair. And I yeah, think uh, that that is a fair point. They have earned it. They, they weren't in any danger of losing top spot. Uh, but this weekend, uh, the Panthers play their bogey team, the Pan- uh, the Parramatta Eels, and they're currently playing uh, paying the Eels three bucks. They've beaten the, uh, the Panthers twice this season. And if the secret weapon, Andrew Voss is calling that game, it, it's nailed on, isn't it? You just take that to the it's bank. It's bizarre, isn't it? It's bizarre. So I'm 10 from 10 calling Parramatta games this year, and that's some big matches, you know, not games where they were favourites. I've, they've, they've won every game I've called. Now, I do not have my Fox League commentary schedule, so I cannot give you any breaking news this morning. I don't even have a whisper. I have not even a heads-up of where I might likely be calling this weekend. But on Parramatta, after last weekend, yes, they can win it. I will make that statement, but I don't think they win if they had to play four weeks in a row. So... I, you know, I, you know what I mean. Like, if if the finals are a new competition, Parramatta, uh, having only won three in a row, they've they've done no better than three in a row. Having only won three in a row twice this year, then maybe that's their limit. So they can get up for three weeks in the finals, which would be this week. Win, get the week off, win the preliminary final, then the grand final. But I don't know whether they lose this week and then go into sudden death situation. Um, Parramatta on the side of the draw that they would be playing the winner of the Storm and the Raiders. You know, they, they could be playing Melbourne um, week two of the finals. Well, coming off defeat in Melbourne, coming off a win or Canberra. Um, so, yeah, Parramatta, definitely Ricardo, get excited. But boy, oh boy, what a first week of the finals. Um, they beat Penrith three in a row. Mm. My goodness, that'll be something. It will be. Yeah. Do you any idea, uh, Vossi, where you sit in the uh, in the in the Dally M consideration? Given that you've uh, been there for ten wins on the trot for the years, <laughs> yeah. at the Parramatta Season Awards, you're yeah. saying that I'm going to get the Clubman of the Year or yeah. something so like I that. Think is so, that right? yeah. the players play? Well, they get to the no. grand final. I think you're a shout for the uh, Clive Churchill. I hope they've got a grand final well. medal for you. I hope they've requested one. Oh, I would say the league would have to step in at that point. Mm. If, if, I, if I'm 12 from 12 with Parramatta and they make the grand final, I think the league has to step in and say, well, that's unfair. Mm. We can't have this juju as part of a factor on a, a competition with integrity. I think I would have to be wiped out. Um, yeah, yeah. Wiped out, Russian style. Russian, Russian style. Yeah. You'd just be on Parramatta Club Radio calling at the club and be like, Voss, whatever it. you need, whatever you need, yeah. just call the game, just call the game. Uh, how do you think the finals are, are shaping up? Because we've got some great matchups here. Um, and I know the Roosters Rabbitohs played each other on the weekend. The Roosters won that reasonably comfortably, but uh, the Rabbits will have Damien Cook back yeah. and, and the Roosters could be without a few. How, how, how do you think that's going to go? Well, stand corrected. I, you know, as you get older, your, your memory goes a little bit. But th- this is a, as an exciting week one finals lineup as I've ever come across. There's no cannon fodder in this final series. Sometimes you get a team that sort of you know limped in um, to the finals. In fact, that happens often 
uh, or a team that's you know, got in there and you think, well, just making week one of the finals, they've done well, now see you later. And I guess last year that was probably the Gold Coast Titans. They won only 10 of 24 last year and made the finals and got knocked out the first week, albeit in very close circumstances. But the the eight teams are, are absolutely genuine, um, genuinely deserve their places. And there is momentum, you know, with the Roosters, with the Raiders, teams in the bottom four, and then you've got a heavy hitter like Melbourne and last year's grand finalists in the bottom four, South Sydney. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. And what Cronulla have done this year to secure second place, only the fourth time in their history, Ricardo, they've come second. Um, and the previous three times they've made the grand final when they finished second. What the Cowboys have done, thoroughly deserved. You know, the, the, the defence is real. The defensive numbers around the Cowboys is real. Penrith backing up a third year of excellence. You know, beaten in 2020, won last year, and now minor premiers again. That is great. And Parramatta, momentum, playing their best football of the season right now. So I'm as excited about this final series starting as any I can remember. That's how good it is. Mate, yeah, it's a fantastic series. Looking forward to it. Can you please message me as soon as you know if you're calling the, the, yeah, the power game? Yeah. Well, there'll be a, there'll be a press conference. Oh, uh, there will be a press conference <laughs> to announce that. Uh, I'll be in front of sort of a Parramatta signage, and, and, and certainly I've got no bias. I mean, I can't explain how it's happened. It's just the way the, the marbles have fallen. Never happened in my commentary career. I'm sure you could go over it. There's probably been years where I may have called a side you know, three or four times. I might have won all four, but I've never done that volume of games. And never had that team lose. Just, just, <laughs> I, I can't explain it. So, yep, no, there'll be a press conference and uh, and there'll be an autograph session and a book signing and that after. It. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, Fossey. Go well, mate, and uh, we'll catch up with you next Monday, eh? Yeah, hey, Warriors fans, see you next year. Look forward to game one next year. Have oh, a good off season. Gonna... Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.